0: everyone before i start this week's episode i wanted to talk to you about an affiliate i'm excited to connect you with deb flashenberg she is a gifted yoga teacher and a leader in the prenatal yoga field deb has created a self-guided online course called who's afraid of the pregnant yogi And it's meant to help yoga teachers integrate prenatal modifications into an open level yoga class so they can truly be seen as an expert. This training is essential for every yoga teacher who wants to make their classes warm and inclusive for everyone. I believe in Deb's work so much, she was a teacher of mine actually for both my pregnancies, that I jumped at the chance to be an affiliate. So you can check it out at who's afraid of the PregnantYogi.com? And when you sign up using my code kids podcast, you will also receive special access to a one hour prenatal yoga class. Perfect for seeing the pregnant student move through a whole yoga class. Again, that was code kids podcast. Thanks everyone. Welcome to the Kids Yoga Podcast, the place for all things kids yoga. My name is Jessica Mugis, and welcome to the show. This week, I am joined by Sarah Weiss. Best-selling author, Sarah J. Weiss, is a creative and passionate teacher who has inspired children for over 20 years. In Go Go Yoga for Kids, Sarah has combined her experience as an elementary teacher and a certified kid and adult yoga instructor to introduce children to yoga in engaging and child-friendly ways. Sarah is the author of Go Go Yoga for Kids, A Complete Guide to Yoga with Kids, Yoga Lessons for Children, and Yoga Games and Activities for Children. She is also the creator of the Kids Yoga Challenge Pose Cards, the Kids Yoga Challenge app, And the online Kids Yoga and Mindfulness Teacher Training, which has trained thousands from all over the world on how to energetically and effectively teach yoga and mindfulness to children. Sarah holds a master's degree in education, as well as bachelor's degrees in early childhood and elementary education. She is a teacher for West Des Moines schools and leads kids yoga classes for a nationally known health and fitness club. Her GoGo Yoga for Kids teacher training and books are found in over 200 health clubs, gyms, and schools across the U.S. Sarah enjoys visiting schools, events, and leading workshops and trainings to help others introduce yoga to children through the use of engaging lessons with games, poses, music, movement, and literacy. Sarah, welcome to the show.
1: Oh, Thank you so much, Jessica, for having me. I've been looking forward to this.
0: Yes, I'm so glad to connect. And got lots to ask you, but I kind of want to start at the beginning. So how did you first become interested in teaching kids yoga?
1: Yes, well, I have always loved being around kids. Even when I was a kid, I knew early on that I wanted to be a teacher. So my mom used to babysit kids at our house, and I would take all those kids and instigate lots of games and active movement with them. And did a lot of babysitting myself, and just was always trying out different lesson plans and games with these kids, and so knew I wanted to go into teaching, and so that's what I went to college for. And I got degrees in early childhood and, and elementary, and then I um, got my master's degree in education, and finally, you know, got to have my own classroom teaching kindergarten. And um, at the time, had three young kids, so just enjoying my young family, chasing them around, and when they were little, it was really nice because I could teach half-day kindergarten. So I had all morning with my young kids. And then in the afternoon, I would go and teach. I just had this this great mix of both worlds. Um, but another part of my story with that beginning leading up to the kids' yoga was I was um, really pushing myself pretty hard and training a lot for triathlons and marathons. I would do that early in the morning and wake up early and do my training and then get home with my kids and then go to school. And I just really, um, actually really began to get burned out. I was burning the candle at both ends. I was exhausted. I wasn't sleeping well. I wasn't taking care of myself. And and I was young and supposed to be healthy and fit. And it just, it wasn't feeling right. Um, and life just has a way of letting you know when it's too much. And I clear, clearly remember one half, half marathon race. I felt something pull with pretty intense pain in my hip and a doctor confirmed that it was a labral tear. And he said, you know, that I could have surgery at you know age 31, or I could scale back on the running. And so until that point, I had never even like thought about yoga. It wasn't like how it is now with a lot of yoga studios everywhere. And it just wasn't ever something that I thought would be me because I always thought, you know, you need to be sweating and breathing hard and working for workouts. So I finally myself tried my first yoga class just at my local gym. And I, it was like everything that I needed. It just (laughs) I just I still clearly remember that first class and how my body felt and my mind and I went home and I started teaching my kids all these poses that I had learned and I kept going back to this same Sunday night class and learning everything and just soaking it all in and showing it to my own kids in the living room and having them just laugh and play and and do these poses with me and at that moment I'm like kids can do this too they totally can kids need yoga and I didn't want my own kids to have to wait so long like I did to be able to figure it out. So that was kind of the start of what got me you know, interested in kids yoga.
0: That's amazing that you've found it that way. And also that your first class, you had that experience um, because I know I tried yoga and it took a little while um, just based on, I guess, the teacher and where I was in my life. But um, I think that's so mm-hmm. great that you, it was like just meant to be in that moment. Oh.
1: For sure. You know, when you're trying something new, you're in the back row and I kind of was (laughs) hiding out, didn't know a thing about yoga at all. And like I said, it, it was truly meant to be.
0: And so tell me about then how you started your business, Go Go Yoga for Kids. Was it inspired by the fact that you're, you realized like, oh my, my kids need this.
1: Yes. Yeah, truly it was. So I um, was doing it with my own kids at home. And then I um, started using some of it in my classroom at school. We would um, do breathing exercises and we do kind of movement activities in between um, our transitions. I did a lot of visual um, imagery with the kids. And so I was kind of testing it out there and then with my own kids and, and thought, I really want to teach this. And at the time there was just not kids yoga anywhere, but I Convinced um, the same local gym to just let me try out some classes, and I started to prepare for these kids yoga classes. I had never seen a kids yoga class in action, and I looked everywhere um, online for um, lesson plans and how to put this kids yoga class together. I did not know, but I knew I wanted kind of like step by step approach. And I couldn't find anything. They had a lot on adult yoga, but um, nothing for kids laid out. Um, and now we're so fortunate. you We have read aloud books and you know, picture books on kids yoga, but um, just not really at this time anything on how to teach it. So I thought, you know, the teacher and me kind of came through and I started creating lesson plans based on what the kids are interested in. So um, superheroes and dinosaurs and the beach and the jungle and sports. So all these lesson plans. They're so much fun to create. I would take the theme of what the kids are interested in. So let's say the ocean. And then we would um, have our breathing exercises would be, you know, ocean breath. And our poses would be something like shark pose or boat pose or dolphin pose. Um, And I had this flow. I had kind of like a a nine-step process that I would um, go through with the kids. So um, it's, you know, different than an adult class, as we know, you know, you're not going to have a 60 minute vinyasa flow. It's going to be a lot of mixing it up. So I taught my first classes just to like a handful of kids, but it was just so neat how it just kind of took off and it kept growing. And, um, I started doing programs at libraries and schools and daycares, camps, and birthday parties. I bought this huge, um, Mat roll from yoga outlet. I don't know if you've seen them, Jessica, but yes, (laughs) yes, yeah, you cut them right, (laughs) yes, yes, because kids don't need like those huge, you know, enormous adult size yoga mats. So, yeah, like you said, I cut them kind of the smaller size, and so I just would take my show on the road with all of my (laughs) yoga mats, and and, you know, if they, you know, if we had it was just, it was, it was really a lot of fun. And being a teacher, I had my summers to do that and winter breaks and spring breaks, you know, we're just filled with classes. And I continued to write my lesson plans and kind of tweak them and perfect them. So they would just go pretty smoothly. I mean, very smoothly, you know, with kids, there's always that uncertainty. You don't know, you know, it's not always going to, you just, it, kids are are fun. And, um, but I, they, they really went off. Yeah. Really well. And so I, I don't think I've ever told this story, but, um, the part where I knew I needed to make it into go go yoga for kids was we were on vacation with my family in Phoenix and out hiking and just enjoying being outdoors in the sun and it was our last night in the hotel, and i just it just came to me that i wanna I wanna help other teachers, you know I have all these lesson plans, and I'm just doing this. And I, I want I want to do this and have a blog and a website. And so I told my kids, all right, we're not leaving here. We're not going until we come up with a name. And it was a lot of fun just brainstorming the name um, to come up with go go yoga for kids. I, I wanted something that conveyed energy and um, energy. You know, and because kids yoga is, it's very inge- energetic and engaging. And my husband's pretty tech savvy, tech savvy. So he would look online to see if the name was taken. And, you know, because I wanted to create kind of this brand. And, and that's how GoGo Go Yoga Kids came about and um, published my first book, GoGo Go Yoga Kids for Kids, A Complete Guide to Yoga with Kids. And, and that led to um, the second book, um, Yoga Lessons for Children, which has a lot of read-alouds for the kids, and it led to my Kids Yoga Challenge postcards because I wanted to have visuals for the kids you know, to go with these lesson, lesson plans, and that led to an app. And then the third book, Go-Go Yoga for Kids, Yoga Games and Activities, came out this March, and that is like an encyclopedia of games, balance games, mindfulness games, large group, small group, games you can use in the classroom, games you can do at home, just all different types with a few props. So it's kind of like the, it just all, it it came together and it's been so much fun. It really has been. So
0: this was, what year was it when you were brainstorming ideas Mm -hmm. for the name?
1: Yeah. So 2016. (laughs) Okay. Yes. It was on, um, yeah, that's 2016. So that was when we took our vacation and it was in March and got home, started up my website and then the, the book came out in August. So I really, really worked hard on that in the summer. And then the second book, has, every a new book has come out every two years. So it's been uh, definitely uh, look back. It's been over the breaks, the, the school breaks that I've had the time <laughs>
0: to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. right, so this entire time that you are teaching kids yoga, have your own business, writing books, creating um, these postcards, creating an app, you're also a, a full-time... Right. Teacher in a school, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I am. So, you know what? I, it's, and I do, and I teach kids yoga too, um, lots of classes. That's where I get to try out all my ideas. And I do, I I love it. It is a little crazy. It is, but I'm like, (laughs) I'm (laughs) I'm saying out loud, but I I am truly just feel very fortunate to have those natural breaks. Yeah. And do you still,
0: do you still teach kindergarten?
1: Mm, So, yeah. So now I'm fourth grade, but yep. Fourth grade. Yes. Got it. Yeah. They went to um, all day kindergarten. And at the time I still kind of wanted to stay half day. And so I was able to do some job sharing things, but now I'm yeah full time every day, but I loved, I loved kindergarten and I love fourth grade. It's just, um, I know you have a almost kindergartner and it's just mm-hmm. the creativity and the imagination that they have. And then you have the fourth graders and they get the humor and the jokes and then it's conversations. So it's, yeah, right, it's really a lot of fun.
0: It's funny, it's almost like, so it's like you have this incredible energy and you, for so long, it sounds like you channeled that through running marathons and half marathons and then when you were kind of forced to slow down, you found yoga and then you were able to channel that same go-go energy into oh. into a kids yoga brand and company and I just think that's so fantastic.
1: I love that, Jessica. You know, I never thought about it that way, but I think you're right. I did channel it in a different way. I needed to just for, um, my mind. Cause I was, I am used to kind of, I, I do like to be active and busy and it just helped me kind of get over that loss of not loss, but I mean, just the, from loving the, the triathlons and that hard training and into something else.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And are, have did you heal from that injury, by the way?
1: Yeah. Yep. And I still can run. I don't want to make it sound like I'm yeah, <laughs> yeah, able to. I do, but it's more, just, it's more, you know, a couple miles mindfully. And it's, I enjoy, you know, a variety of things now, swimming and yoga, of course. And it just, I am definitely um, just more mindful of it all.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Now I know you're based in Iowa, so I like to ask guests about just what kids yoga is like in their specific area. So what is kids yoga like in Iowa? Is there a lot of it? Is it still emerging?
1: Yeah, it, it, it's growing for sure. It definitely is. It's been, you know, I kind of reflect back seven, eight years ago when I first started teaching the classes. Um, there was a lot of education to to people and to parents, you know, who thought yoga, huh, kids do that <laughs> kind of thing. Cause they mm-hmm. were doing that 60 minute, you know, vinyasa, very quiet kind of class and just letting them know that, yo, Hey, we're still, you know, we're, we're still doing the the breathing exercises and the poses and <clears throat> the course of Shavasana at the end, but we're also throwing in some yoga games to practice and we are, you know, doing team building and partner poses and it's, yeah, it's more, kid-friendly for sure
0: right sometimes obviously not always but in a broad way I feel like kids yoga tends to be more inclusive of all eight limbs of yoga Mm -hmm. whereas a lot of our westernized yoga that we think of is mostly poses and maybe some breathing but yeah but that's what one thing I love about kids yoga is that there's there's more discussion, there's more back and forth and you're able to bring in the philosophy and
1: yes. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yes. And you know, especially with the older kids, they just, they love that. They love hearing, you know, more about the, the asanas and in that type of thing, they want to know. And it's just amazing when you tell them these poses have been around for thousands of years and they're, you know, here for a reason and it's, yeah, it's really beautiful.
0: Yes, I agree. Well, in this current climate, we're in, we're in a global pandemic and everything's yeah. shifting. I know before we started recording, you said that school is going to be starting up again. Um, but how have you shifted your business in this time?
1: Right. Yeah, that was, you know, for everyone, you know, just that that shock of everything being shut down. You never would have thought that would happen in our in our mm-hmm. world at all. And it was, um, you know, so for Go Go Yoga for kids, you know, our mission is really helping others, you know, easily teach yoga to, to kids. And so I, I shifted into more of, a you know, helping others learn how to teach online, hold classes online. Um, we have an online kids yoga and mindfulness teacher training and just adding new components to that because I was just so proud of my teachers that um, had these classes and then they figured it out and they continued online and, you know, the kids needed that. They love seeing their teacher. They missed their teachers and, you know, I was teaching online as well, too, um, and so it was just neat seeing them be able to do that through you know, Instagram Live and Zoom, and so, you know, we will be, you know, we're kind of hopefully heading out of the woods with this soon. I'll be returning to school here in a couple of weeks as it, for teaching, and my kids' yoga classes will be starting up to my regular ones that I teach. Um, I did teach a few socially distanced classes uh, this summer, and that was... And that was, you know, that it was, it made me you know, rethink kind of how I, some of the things I do, of course, we couldn't play some of the games and some of the partner poses, of course, but I thought about how our yoga mats are already, you know, they're such a safe place and they're so easy to help kids realize that, you know, that social distance and your own mat is yours. And so kind of built that up a little bit. I never really thought about it in that way and how that will really help with the social distance, you know, in, in their, in their special place, their yoga mat. With that that's natural a good boundary. Yeah.
0: That's a good point. I hadn't thought of that Where mm-hmm. cause I was thinking of how hard it would be, but just, yeah, to have that specific space, this is your space. And to, to be around other people, even if you're six feet apart, yes. I think is just like yes. so needed.
1: Oh, you are so right. I felt, I mean, so just myself energized after my, classes I was finally able to teach in person, and the kids, too, they they didn't care, you know, if they were staying on their mats, they needed that connection, and you're right, even if they are six feet apart, it was, yeah, yeah, truly, we need that, for sure, that connection.
0: Right, it's, I just can't stop thinking about how this is all affecting children and kids at different stages, like, my daughter is four, and we were walking my dog, I'm in New York City, and there's signs on A lot of buildings, like, can't enter without a mask. And then they have pictures. And she's like, Mommy, that sign says you have to wear a mask to go in there. You have to wear masks. And she starts telling me about why we have to wear masks. And I was just like, wow, I can't believe at four that's her reality right now, you know. know. And we never could have pictured this before.
1: Never. No, but you know what? The kids, they definitely adapt. I have been amazed with my own kids. They have not you know, complained about maybe about not seeing their friends as much. And when we do go out and about and the masks and, you know, the adults <laughs> sometimes have a little bit harder <laughs> time, but the kids are, that I interacted with, they've been great.
0: That's so true. Mm-hmm. They're, they're kind of more open and like, okay, yes, so I, this is our world now.
1: Yes. Yes. Adaptable.
0: <laughs> yes, sure. exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, what does your own yoga practice look like? I guess nowadays, now that we're in this
1: state yes. in our world. Right. Yes, I do. I do make it a habit to practice nearly every day. And it, you know, it's not, it's maybe not be an hour long intensive class. It's just could be a half hour or 20 minutes. But I just know for my, I'm a better mom, I'm a better wife, a better teacher, a better person when I've had that healthy, moving meditation. I've figured that out with myself. That's kind of when I like work things out and I'm thinking and it's just, it's so amazing how your mind is so clear and so open, you know, just why you are doing these, these yoga postures. So I also, yeah, walk a lot. I listen to podcasts and enjoy time with my family. My oldest daughter is getting ready to head off to college soon. So it's kind of been, (laughs) you Mm know, emotional. I, yeah, for us as well, just kind of getting her um, ready to go and of course things, you know, being different there at the university level as well as they are with our own kids. It's our here, you know, in my own school. It's yeah. So, but she's excited. She's ready to go for sure. Right. I, yeah.
0: I can imagine as a mom, it's a lot of ways harder for you because I'm already think my daughter's four. I'm like, I oh, can't imagine
1: <laughs> when they leave, you're like, you're leaving. <laughs> I know it goes so fast, but yeah, you just, yeah. You enjoy every moment that they're in. Like I, I know when they yeah. were four, I love that. And I loved it when they were 10 and, and now, you know, teenagers, it's yeah, you, you, you do. You just really have to remind yourself to be in that moment and be present. And my own yoga practice definitely helps me with that.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just kind of said like you, you liked all the stages of your children growing up. Do you have a favorite age group that you teach?
1: I know. So um, with my kids' yoga classes, I like to kind of divide them up into a like a preschool, like a three to four, or five year old and then a a school age. So I'd probably that would be seven to eleven and the teen and tween age. And um I I I do I love them all for different reasons. Like I said, that that younger preschool age, I love the, you know, we're meowing in cat pose and mooing and, you know, shaking our down dog tails and all of that. And I would not do that with my teens and tweens, all <laughs> 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 oh, they might kind of enjoy it. They might on um, the school age is, is fun because they love like the yoga challenges we do and they love like the teamwork. Like when I get those 10, 11, 12 year old boys in the class and, and they think that yoga is going to be all quiet and boring and they kind of come in with that preconceived notion. And then, you know, we get them all rubbed up like with a plank challenge and then our active yoga games, and then I love seeing how they are completely zoned out in Shavasana by the end. They, <laughs> you know, I just love kind of proving them that yoga is a little bit, a little bit more than what they think it is. Um, and then the teens and tweens—they, they so need it. You know, their bodies are growing and changing so much, and they're busy with school and their friends and social media and their family. And just to see them come in and completely disconnect and be in the moment, disconnect from all the, the social media. Um, and be in the moment, and, and you can just see they're they're craving it. They they need it as well. So I do enjoy all all eight, and I'm I'm glad that I get to to teach to the different ages for sure.
0: Yeah, sounds like yeah, you like the whole yeah. span. They all have I, their, I really their special thing.
1: Yes, but you know what I've noticed from across all the different levels, and this is kind of interesting. I was just thinking about this the other day. Is you know, you, the teaching the poses is, is fun, and the practicing with the games and all that, but Across the board, the favorite part of yoga class is Shavasana, I have found. And it's these kids that have come in and they've had such high energy and they're wound up and so excited. And then by the end they are just so just content and peaceful. And then we're, you know, in this Shavasana. And then they're just so calm by the end and it's kind of that way across the board whether it's a teenager or a three-year-old so I think that's really neat it's just it similar to adults too I guess as well
0: that's so true and that has been some of my best moments teaching have been those shavasana moments where I look around and I go wow they're, they're so relaxed especially the three four-year-olds when they're laying down still it's amazing <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yes. You would not think that would happen, but it does. Yeah. It may not be, it's not a five minute long Shavasana, maybe no, 30 right. seconds, but it's still, yeah, they love it. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Do you have a favorite, uh, teaching moment? You probably have so many. Yeah, well,
1: I was, um, you know, I guess it's kind of neat. Like you just, you never know, you know, how you're making an impact, you know, cause you don't, you know, you don't hear it. Kids don't always express it. You know, you see the smiles, but I just was thinking back to my very first class and it was years ago and it was all boys and it was a preschool age class. (laughs) And I had two boys in there that were twins, Navid and Omid. And I remember their mom, they were new to the country and, and just learning English. And their mom told me that they, you know, she wanted them to practice the poses and mindfulness and burn off some of the energy and, learn some English too on the way. And so I was you know, new at this and I was a little bit worried about these <laughs> boys and how I was going to do this, but, um, it was just neat. We, we had our fun and we were, you know, ninjas and we did all sorts of things throughout this series of eight weeks in this class, this eight week class series. And then, um, when my first book came out, then they, you know, it was years after probably five, six years after that, seven years. And, and they came to one a book signing that I had and they remembered Miss Sarah and they talked about the yoga mm-hmm. class. I know it just is, it's just, you never know, you know, at the time I thought, Hey, we had fun. They liked it. It was good. But then to see them come back as, you know, young men and, and, and remember it. So you just, you don't know how you're going to make an impact. You just never know. You just don't see it at the moment, but you are. Yeah. Just keep at it.
0: That's such a beautiful full circle moment where you just feel like, oh, yeah, exactly. You never know the impact.
1: You're right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes.
0: Well, I like to usually end with little kids yoga gems. So for you, if you can offer one piece of advice to someone that's new to kids yoga, what would it be?
1: So I think it is. It goes along with that just to you are making an impact and it doesn't need to be on a large scale or anything like that. It just is connecting with those kids, being present, being in the moment with them, looking into their eyes, you know, they matter and you care. And, and that that's enough is, is just being there. You, you are making a difference.
0: I love that. Well, I would love to point my listeners in the direction of um, your business and all of your books. So where can people find you?
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. So it's Go, Go Yoga for Kids. And I'm on Instagram and Facebook. And our website is gogoyogakids.com. And you can find all the books and all the lessons and all the, the info there.
0: Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for taking the time and for talking to me today. It was so
1: great. Oh, well, thank you, Jessica, so much. And it, yeah, it has been a lot of fun.
0: All right. We'll talk soon.
1: Okay. Thank you.
0: Take care. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode or if you've listened before, there are a few ways that you can help this podcast to keep going. So first you can click subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can leave a rating and a review. This will help more people find the podcast. You can follow us on social media at the kids yoga podcast on Instagram and the Kids Yoga Podcast on Facebook. You can also email me. I love to hear your questions, comments, feedback. Thekidsyogapodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for being here, and we'll see you next week.